our Heavenly Father, please fill this space and wherever the listeners are with your Holy Spirit and open up their ears to hear your message and let my words be your words in Jesus' name. I am human and prone to error. Please help me if any of my flesh gets in the way of your message because my heart's desire is only to share what you have placed on my heart. Guide me with the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. I felt God spoke to me in my morning prayer and said to tell this to you for this episode. Jesus says, Sin no more. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent for your sins, my people, and come follow me and stick with me, for I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am coming soon and will take those who belong to me with me before the destruction of the earth takes hold. Sin no more, my people and follow and stick with me alone, for the kingdom of God is at hand. This was the end of the Lord's message. Please note, I did not feel that God spoke to me saying, Sin no more or you will not be saved. We are saved according to Romans 10.9, which states if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. We are saved by grace through faith, according to Ephesians 2, 8-9. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Sin, however, can have consequences on earth as seen in the Bible here in John 5.14 when Jesus heals the man at the pool of Bethesda and the man can walk. In John 5.14 in the Bible, it states, Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. Here Jesus tells the man to stop sinning, or something worse may happen to him. This passage agrees with Jesus saying, Sin no more. What does he mean with the kingdom of God is at hand? There are two translations I found in the Bible for this. In Mark 1.15, in the Bible, it states, The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. This is the NIV version. In the American Standard Version, the same passage is stated as follows. And saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. 
repent ye, and believe in the gospel. And so I take this to mean that the kingdom of God is at hand means the kingdom of God has come near. Therefore, repent for your sins and sin no more. A comprehensive list of sin is difficult to find. And here I am going to try to list some of the sins that I was able to find. What are the sins? The Ten Commandments state the following as sin. False worship, idolatry, misusing God's name, violating the Sabbath, dishonoring parents, murder, adultery, stealing, lying, bearing false witness, and coveting. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus added to these sins. Regarding murder, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 21 to 22, You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, You shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka, is answerable to the court. And anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Regarding adultery, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 27-22, You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. In Galatians 5.19-21 it states, The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. James 4.17 states that If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Our examples of sin as Christ followers can cause chaos and confusion in others as we appear to be hypocrites. Have you ever told a non-believing friend about Jesus and they turned and pointed out the priest or believer they knew that has stolen from others or has committed adultery or sexual abuse in the church? When believers sin, we look like hypocrites to unbelievers and it causes them to question our faith and whether they want to be a part of something like that. In Ephesians 4, 26-28, it states, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. 
and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Now, let's look at the one where you go to bed angry at a brother. Do you ever have a fight with anyone? When you go to bed angry and haven't forgiven that person, how do you sleep at night? Do you feel love in your heart for that person? Or do they keep coming in your mind, causing a distraction and giving you bad feelings that fester in you? Are bad feelings from the Lord? God is good, and so those feelings are not from the Lord, but a result of sin. How can that affect you and others? Let's say you have a mission from God and a purpose that he has put you on earth to accomplish. What happens when you didn't forgive that person before the sun went down? If you are like me, it has distracted you from your work. Instead of focusing on your work, your focus has likely now switched and you have bad feelings about this person that you have not forgiven. Which, in sum, may lead to sin number two. Gossip. Now let's say you didn't forgive this person and instead you felt you needed to vent to someone and end up venting, which sometimes is necessary in order to fix major problems. But your venting turns into gossip. This takes up your own time and the time and energy of the person that you just vented to. What could you have done instead? You could have prayed to the Lord to give you the strength to forgive that person, and you could have also spent time confronting that person with another believer to see why they wronged you in a discussion, instead of talking behind their back. This could have solved the situation and rekindled your relationship and you could then quickly refocus your time on doing the work the Lord has set before you to do. And so, my brothers and sisters, I pray that we can all walk with the leading of the Holy Spirit, and according to the Bible, and sin no more, and repent for our sins regularly, so the enemy can flee from us, and we can be shining examples to the rest of the world for the Lord. May God bless you and your families.